Hello, everyone. Hey, just before we get started with this episode here, uh, just a little uh, peek behind the curtain. I have not uh, watched it since I did all of the post-production on it, but uh, essentially, this is our episode where we're going to be talking about killer clowns from outer space coming to Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, We were very late on its announcement anyways uh, when it first was released uh, because we were talking about Epic Universe during that week and then we took the week off this past week because we were busy with our uh, our big dreams unlimited travel 20th anniversary celebrations and then after that uh, basically i was going to post it on the weekend and then just ran out of time so now it is releasing right before we release another episode and it's already gosh it feels like it's been released for a month now at this time that killer clowns is coming but uh, don't want to hold back on that awesome content for you anyway so Here it is, and we hope you enjoy. Coming up, we're going to talk about killer clowns from outer space invading Halloween Horror Nights. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Universal Edition of The Diz Unplugged. This is episode 229 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is also brought to you by DizBoards.com. If you're looking for even more information to help you plan your Universal Orlando vacation, head over to DizBoards.com and join the discussion today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, Craig Williams, and today I'm joined alongside by my host, Mr. Rhino, the Ryan Club. I said that wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Rhino, the Ryan Clavin. (laughs) You're giving me very, like, don't be jealous because I was talking online with babes all day. Well, it kind of slipped into that. I'm like, here's the thing. I was about to say right before we started this, like, okay, we just did an hour and ten minute show. So, like, I'm finally warmed up. I'm finally, like, in the mood for I hope you guys are ready. Napoleon Dynamite quotes the rest of the way through. Do the chickens have large talons? (laughs) Sorry. Well, we'll get there. See, I thought, and so I got your name. Gina. <laughs> Sorry. There we go. So uh, your name is Ryan the Rhino Clevin, and hello. You're holding uh you're holding a the the, the, the mic, nose of a a mic. Yeah, a, I found this clown that popped up out of nowhere. You you gotta you have to describe what it looks like for the people who are listening, not the visual watchers. It is orange. It is round. It is soft. What if you squeeze it while it's on your nose? Honk, honk, Richie. <laughs> beep, beep, Richie. <laughs> Why did I say honk, honk? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess technically a clown nose would make honk, honk, honk. <laughs> but you're talking beep, beep, Richie. Beep, beep, Richie. But I, I think I prefer that being honk, honk, honk. I prefer it being one of those. So, yeah. Hey, everyone. Thanks for watching us right now. We're listening to us. Uh, just a little episode for you here. As you might remember last week, if you pay attention to us every week, you might remember I said, well, we're going to be busy. So we just have a small episode for you. And that's exactly what it is. We already talked about the big news of Universal for all of August. So now we're going to actually step back and talk about a, an announce an 
an announcement that we missed last week because of Universal's Epic Universe being announced. Uh, I'm sure between the time we're recording this and the time that it actually uh, this show comes out, I'm sure they will announce the rest of the lineup for Halloween Horror Nights and... We'll just be sitting here with our heads in our laps, just saying, why can't we ever cut a break? Uh, but we won't be sitting here. We'll be interacting with any of you that come to our 20 Years of Dreams events at that time, saying, why can't, why can't we, we, we a catch break? a break? Yeah. And you'll be like, it's, oh, nice to meet you, too, yeah. jerk. But why can't we catch a break? Why not? I'll never know. But uh, in the meantime, uh, in case all of that happens, in case something new is announced, in case Jason Bourne is announced, in case anything is announced, uh, we're going to future-proof this by saying, wow, wasn't that an awesome announcement? Sure was. Sure was, Billy. Yeah. So, But in the meantime, we are going to talk about the only announcement that we have missed out on since we've recorded the show, and that is the announcement of Killer Clowns from Outer Space coming to Halloween Horror Night. So this was uh, filed away in one of the things that wasn't quite a surprise at all, because last year, Halloween for Halloween Horror Nights, Killer Clowns from Outer Space was arguably considered by most to be the uh, the most superior scare zone in terms of uh, actual scares happening in there. Uh, not that many, but the scare zone was awesome. It was small, but it was intimate. Plenty of clowns that literally looked like they came right out of the cult movie, and it was just it was so well done. the The people that made the movie were actively involved with halloween horror nights in order to bring that scare zone to life and and everything was just kind of flowing in that that direction that it made it feel like okay this is this is the test for whether or not they can pull off a full house with killer cons from outer space and you know last year they had the trick-or-treat uh, the trick-or-treat house which of course started off as a scare zone the year before so now that uh, universal is kind of getting into that model it's like oh this works out well and you know it's not the first time they did it i think i think we've mentioned it once or twice before in the past but you know like la llorona if i remember correctly started off as a scare zone in hollywood mm. and then it was translated into a house here in orlando so uh, these crazy things happen but but yeah, Killer Clowns from Outer Space going to be a house. Stick them in that house. Get them out of that scare zone. Rhino. Get them in a get them in a clown tent. Those are called circus tents. Just they, so you know. I think they can be called both. But Rhino, how are you feeling about this one? Oh, I when I when we I try to watch whatever properties I haven't seen before mm-hmm. when when it's coming up, and I I. Killer Clowns, I think, is on maybe Hulu or something like that. It was it on. It was, yeah. Yeah, okay. And um, I watched this movie, and I remember thinking while I was watching it, this is the most ridiculous thing ever, but this would make an amazing house. Yeah. I, like, it seems like one of those movies, like, I, if you if you were to experience it in reverse, it's almost as if they were making the movie based on an already existing haunted house mm. or a Halloween Horror Nights house, you know? Yeah. It, well, it's just, it's pure stupidity, but. It's so much fun. I mean, the the movie I I've shared it before on here. I I discovered this movie when I was like in seventh grade or something. A friend showed it to a whole bunch of us, and it's like watch us, and it became one of those one of those movies that I was just enamored with. And you know, it, it 
it for the longest time no one else knew what killer clowns from outer space was and i don't want to sound elitist or anything in it it was just you'd, you'd ask people when you're talking about horror movies like oh killer clowns from outer space and like i've i've seen that dvd on the the shelf of best buy but <laughs> i don't know anything about it like it trust me it is so stupid funny you are going to love it and so it's like it's one of those one of those properties that before it was even a scare zone last year if you would have told me like if you would have told me back way back when that one day they're going to they're going to include this in a, a theme park scare event they're going to include killer clowns from outer space i would have just laughed at you <laughs> and then as as i moved down here and started attending halloween horror nights every year it was like one of those ones where it's like well that's never going to happen and then it became a reality and it just it's the it was the event excelling at, at what they do best in in terms for me when it comes to their intellectual properties it pulls them right from the screen and just it it, it envelops you in there and that scare zone it was so basic it was literally just the truck basic. the clowns uh, you know you had the music from the movie projected throughout if you stood on the other side of yeah that was the my lake favorite in part. central park looking back towards it every now and then you would see like from the movie when they would have the shadow puppets yeah uh they'd transform and then start eating everyone like it all was there well they also had um the two the like two i can't remember like ice cream truck drivers or something yeah they had one of the ice cream truck drivers and then there was another girl who's like being attacked by the one the the thing that was like in the bathroom or whatever yeah and so like even that was brought into there but this year it's going to be on another level because it is a house and that's going to include even more clowns than the scare zone had uh including uh, a bunch of baby clowns uh then bako and clownzilla so are, they, are these the names yeah i i honestly i, I, I know, know the clowns had names here's where here's where my uh, fandom kind of breaks like I I know the characters like I know when I'm watching the movie or or if I was in the scare zone I'd be able to be like oh yeah you know I know what part that one is from and that one's from but I I don't I don't have their names memorized it's it is true as you get older you have to lose stupid pieces of information in your brain in order to to gain new ones and that has been hitting me harder and harder over the past five years it could also be the uh, the the heavy amount of IPAs in my life mm. or the, the fine fine Glenlivet Scotch. Scotchy, scotch, scotch. I, I was hoping they would just... Down it goes. I was going to insert an ad there. Oh, and, okay. So maybe they would send me a free bottle Glenn of scotch. Glenlivet scotch. I didn't say it right. Feel like you're on the spot. You said Glenlivet. If you're not ending each night with three fingers of Glenlivet, then what are you doing? <laughs> okay. I'm not going to bring out my tagline. <laughs> Fantastic. So <laughs> let's keep going into the house. According to Universal, the house will transport guests to the sleepy and ultimately doomed doomed small town of crescent cove where they'll find an eerie amusement park closed for the season there we'll find ourselves in an otherworldly circus tent where we'll find the clowns performing their antics let's see the cotton candy cocoons. i was just gonna say cotton candy cocoons yeah the cotton candy cocoons will be back they'll be in the storage room as we make our way through the big top spaceship and maybe we'll even witness the clowns turning guests into those cotton candy cocoons mm. oh. i hope we see the clown that punches the guy's head off yeah 
<laughs> I mean, I want to see that scene, like, even if it's just a like an, a mannequin with yeah. a head pops on and off, where every time he throws the fist up, I just yeah. want to see that. So, and I'm like, just from, like, the artwork that they released with it, uh, very simple artwork, but, like, they actually, you know, they feature the cotton candy cocoons in it with the person in it, and one, one of the clowns has the straw poked in as they're sucking out the blood from there. So, like, I hope that's one of the portions where you walk... Kind of like they do the the kind of the punching bag style room where you have to push yourself oh, through, yeah, but yeah. it's all the cotton candy cocoons and. Heck, I bet this it, whole it would, house is going to smell like cotton candy. Well, they it, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah, well, we'll get there. But I I hope that like there are uh, you know obviously you need like a, a mannequins and stuff inside some of them if their their faces are showing at all. But I would love for there to be like a person in one of them. Oh, so that way just like dangling could, in a knapsack yeah, or something, jump <laughs> out and scream you as well. But you brought up the smells there, so we'll go into more of what Universal said here. Oh. But they said throughout the house, your sense of fear will be triggered by your sense of smell as you encounter strong whiffs of familiar fairground fares like sweet cotton candy, mm. stale buttery popcorn, and ice cream. Don't be Ooh. fooled, though. These otherwise pleasant aromas are a sign of the murderous gang of clowns that await you as you move from scene to scene. Try to evade them or you're likely to end up captured in one of their cotton candy cocoons and doomed to a terrible fate. There will be no escaping the big teeth of the big top. <laughs> I, I think it's really interesting. They've chosen some properties that have really uh, great synergistic possibilities for them. You've got the Twinkie from Ghostbusters. You could easily like, get some deep-fried Twinkies, something like that. you got cotton candy you can serve yeah. now, plus the ice cream, whatever the fair food is. And uh, you know, and then obviously you can always fall back on your Stranger Things, like waffle, uh, Eggo stuff. Yeah, and that's just in terms of the, the food that you can get along with it. I, I'm even happy about the fact that uh, that means hopefully now that they're getting an expanded merch. present i'll get even more killer clowns from yeah. outer space merchandise so i uh i bought the wrong size shirt last year around so i'm like i need a redemption it fits me i'm just not happy about how my man boobs look in it i never got my turvis last year and now this year i'm like do i just get separate turvises for each place now instead uh, of the one the turvai yeah. do i get it where it has the whole symbol on it? i don't even know yep that's a that is a tough call on there but I'm going to yeah. spend a lot on merch. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh, merch is going to be out of control this year. And it's I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and I I usually make the mistake of the stuff that I'm like, I've got to get this now because it's going to sell out. That's the stuff that ends up being there till the last weekend and then goes on massive sales and stuff. I, I'm just going to I'm just going to get whatever I want when I want it. Maybe. I don't know. When I want want it. Yeah. But I will definitely. As long as there's clown stuff, I will definitely be partaking in that. Ghostbusters as well as too. I just hope that it's unique stuff created for the event and not like, oh, well, we already have this licensed merchandise anyway, so we're just going to sell it here. But, you know, you're absolutely right in terms of the food aspect, though. Uh, You're... You're bringing in a lot of uh, interesting concoctions here if you're talking about carnival food. Mm -hmm. There's already so much carnival food around Universal Orlando, but to be able to then maybe take it to the next level. Like, it would be awesome if they made a cotton candy cocoon drink where you— think of that. Yeah, where you have some sort of—I mean, I would assume it would be non-alcoholic, so everyone gets to enjoy— No, you've seen those, like, cotton candy martinis and stuff like that that they do. Yeah, but that's—it needs to be simple, and it needs to be marketed to as many people as possible. A cotton candy-looking mug, you put the straw, red— out it comes easy. Yeah, um, yeah, we'll we'll brainstorm on that later. But 
Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I could not be more than excited for this house. This is it is looking to be a pretty fun year. I mean, it's how many houses do we have left to know? Three, we two. Have, okay, well, right now we have Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yes. We have Ghostbusters. Yes. We have Stranger Things. Yes. Universal Monsters. Yes. Nightingale's Blood Pit. Yes. Uh, Depths. Depths of Fear. Yep. And Yeti. Yeti, Terror of the Yukon. So, so we have three left. Yes. And we feel like we know them, but... Yeah. and Still an exciting. Yeah, we have the three left, and then we have the five scare zones and whatever the entertainment will be. So we're getting... We're literally getting down to the end of it. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I, I am super pumped for Killer Clowns, obviously Ghostbusters. Uh, I, I, that's the one thing that I sent you last night uh, in a big uh, oopsie oh, yeah. moment. Uh, apparently, the part of the uh the third party company that was brought in to help on the ghostbusters house posted a picture on their instagram of what appears to actually be inside the house of how they are making at least one slimer effect work i don't know if there will be another practical one but in terms of a ghost effect working in the house and it looks it looks like somebody cropped it out of the movie like it legitimately looked like not only is the hallway like exactly like what the movie looked like but like slimer looks exactly like he looks when bill murray sees him when venkman sees him uh yeah ghostbusters super excited about stranger things obviously it's it's fun to see how they do it universal monsters i uh did peek behind the curtain today was the day that the board game came out and i already what pre- or i what i didn't know there was yeah. a board game yeah there's a board game oh yeah there's a board game kind of like how they just released the jaws board game and they had yeah. the jurassic park board game they have a universal monsters one so is I universal it. doing this uh, I mean, they're they're licensing it out to Ravensburger, mm-hmm. and then that's the company that's uh, making the board games. So I haven't been able to get the Jaws one yet. Every time I go to the store, it says in stock, and then it's not there. Mm. So uh, dealing with that, but you know, just like the SSF, well, USS Butterscotch. Is that what you're trying to say? Okay, thank you. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, having not your sentence. I meant the trying to find the ice cream. Yeah, yeah. Now, but they do to completely go off tangent here. They have currently mint chocolate chip Baskin Robbins Oreos. I'm sorry, what? That's an Oreo flavor. Mint chocolate chip Oreos. Ooh, and it's basically. I mean, it's a mint Oreo. With a little bit of extra chocolatey kick to it, tastes pretty much exactly like a thin mint, but as an Oreo, they are amazing. They are good. I'm gonna be so mad if those pumpkin spice Oreos don't come back this year. They're not coming back. They're not coming back. <laughs> oh, so. FYI for anybody that cares. Well, it's already a week later. It'll already be out. I was gonna say pumpkin beer came in stock yesterday. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, my friend works at a, a Total Wine in Altamont. They have Shipyard, pump, Smash Pumpkin, and the Pumpkin. But, oh, of course, it. where I live, nothing. They only yeah. have Oktoberfest by Sam Adams. Not that I'm sure people like that, but yeah. I'm looking for pumpkin. I mean, pumpkin, I, li- pumpkin. I like the shipyard one, but I... Shipyard is my company one. You're coming over? Would you like a shipyard? Yeah. I'll put the cinnamon sugar on the rim for you. Yeah. Save the good stuff for later. I'll, I'll keep I'll keep waiting until a little bit more are out. And then, as always, oh, no, they I'm order. Going tomorrow. Oh, okay, well, nope. you know what? Just pick me up. Alcoholic. Six, pick, pick me up <laughs> at six or two, then. If you're already going up there, I'm not going up there. I but gotta if, get my hair cut. I gotta get my hair did. If you're already going up there, I'm already up if there. You're, if you're if you're already up I'm there, I'm already up there. 
Then just pick me up one. Okay. Just one, though. Just one bottle. Just one Not single bottle. Okay. <laughs> just one single bottle. So that was fun. Okay. Let's answer just a quick couple of questions before we wrap this thing up here and get on our way. The first one comes from Drake's Domain. It says, Craig slash Rhino question. We hear a lot about how Universal is not going to be able to compete with Disney opening Galaxy's Edge. One way I think Universal has very effectively comp- competed is on price, like the 18 month for the price of 12 on annual passes, etc. Have you heard about any other deals that might be in the pipeline for Universal? No. No. But I, I mean, they they do them, I feel like, fairly frequently. Yeah. Like, the, the, it's it's like usually once yeah. a year, I feel like, maybe. Oh, yeah. Maybe no, once no, a year. Well, yeah. the, like the annual pass holder deal, that one went on for a long time. I'm not going to be surprised if that does come back again. Uh, absolutely. Gosh, I hope so will. before October. My pass is yeah. up in October. It, I don't think it's going to come back before then, considering it just ended in April. But uh, maybe it takes a year off on that one and then comes back again uh, at another time to get people to renew. But that's a possibility. Uh, in terms of people who aren't coming down for annual passes and stuff, you know, they almost I, I want to say it's like two times a year. They run the either buy two days, get three free or buy two days, get two free. Mm-hmm. So that one's I don't see that pass going anywhere as well, too. Uh, it's I, I would expect the same normal deals that typically get people to come in because I don't think they're looking at I don't think they're looking at making the deal to get people to say I'm only choosing universal as my vacation i think they're choosing the deal is saying well maybe universal wasn't going to be your number one destination but we can get you to give us a little bit more time and maybe you will be in the future so does universal see galaxy's edge as oh no where people are going to start going there instead of here no they're looking at it as a way of saying more people might be coming to florida to see galaxy's edge if we can get them to come over here too for a couple days because they never had interest in us before, but they figure, why not Harry Potter? Yeah, yeah. Why not? Why not Galaxy's Edge and Harry Potter in the same time? Then go at it from that. So uh, keep expecting deals, but I, I can't tell you when. I mean, I'm sure if you go back historically, look when these deals started and kicked off, it's going to follow pretty pretty similar to how it always has before. So next one comes from Drew Ruiz. Ruiz or Ruiz, I'm not quite sure which one, but uh, real quick, easy questions here. Drew says, first, is there a photo pass like Disney where you download from the app? Uh, Drew, stay away from Universal's My Photos. Just stay away. Don't. If uh, The next part of your question makes me feel like you are coming to the park solo, and I understand the issue then with needing people to take your photo when you want it taken because of that. Ask perfect strangers. Yeah. You will find some nice people here who will take your photo, uh, and it's just easier that way. I know they're not always as professional looking with the DSLR, but you know what? If you want them on your phone right away, just go and hand them your phone and have them take a photo. The strangers, yeah. that is. And the second part of the question, this one's complicated. Is it worth it to go to Volcano Bay solo? I know most water parks gave gave rides done in tandem or in group rafts is that how volcano bay is going solo to a normal park and hopping in a coaster with someone feels less awkward than hopping in a tube with someone um i don't know i feel like it's like half and half there there were there were experiences that you could do by yourself there's a tube ride there's the you know cross your arms go down the down the slide yeah. in the center of the volcano. There was more than one of those. But there are also rides where you – it's a weight yeah. thing where you have to have other people in there. It's not because you're by yourself. Exactly. And that's where I would even go to with the next step on it where I would 
I, I, I can't ask you what your weight is, obviously, and your picture's way too small for me to see what your weight is. But, you know, if you're a person that is built like me, where I'm, um, I'm heavier than some of the slides that you can get on. And I know most people say, oh, Craig, you look great. And you know what? I feel great sometimes. But trust me, uh, I just wear shirts that flatter me. Uh, He's tall. Almost none of the time. He's uh, tall. I'm very tall. I have a lot of weight because I'm very tall. And again, I drink a lot of IPAs and scotch. Glenn, the three fingers. I'm on scotch now. Yeah. I don't even like scotch, but you've talked about it so much. Your subliminal messaging has worked on me. There we go. This episode of Just in a Bug sponsored by Glenn Levin. Just drink responsibly. <laughs> no, or don't. Drink like Craig, and then you'll end up not fitting in any of your clothes anymore. Uh, that also probably has a lot to do with Taco Bell and other stuff. But anyways, <laughs> we're not here to talk about that. Uh, it's if, if you're... Look at the weight limits for some of the attractions that are ones that you would do by yourself, not with other people. Like if you're finding out, oh, there's three or four slides that are solo slides that I can't even do at all because of my weight limit on that, then right then, if you're taking away even more and you can only do group raft rides and such and tubes, then then it might not be worth it. I don't, I don't want to say flat out because again i don't know your weight on that i don't know what you can do i don't know what your scare factor is maybe you don't want to do some of the bigger ones that that are for solo people only so uh if if you decide to go i i would like you to follow up on your feedback if it was awkward or not but uh i i would i would i would err towards saying do not go if you're by yourself if that's even a factor at all but I don't. I don't want you to miss out because of it. But for my comfortability comfortability level, I probably wouldn't go to a water park by myself if I, I was I on know. vacation. I don't know. I, and I feel the other way. Maybe I guess because I feel like I don't always like going to the real beach. It's just it's, it's, we live so far away from it here. I'm spoiled where I grew up, but I just feel like here at least it's like all right. Well, if my hotel's right there, then I can go float in the lazy river for a little while or whatever it's called, and like go in the wave pool, sit on the beach and you know, but, but that's also like, I probably wouldn't do a lot of these, those attractions yep. other than maybe like a tube ride here and there. Yep. Uh, see, I think you kind of answered very similar to me then you like the convenience of it because you're already there, but yes. Yeah, so I'm saying I would go, you're saying you wouldn't though. Yeah. But the way you kind of said it, you also, you said you would go, but then you're like, but I'm not I'm doing anything. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, well, it's, it's a beach day. So why are you, you spending, why are you spending the money to go if you're not going to maximize? I don't know. I go to, I go to Typhoon Lagoon and the other stupid thing. Blizzard Beach. Blizzard Beach. Not stupid. I like them both. And I will go to Volcano Bay again someday. My thing with Volcano Bay is you have to like get on the bus. You can't just go and park somewhere and go in there. So it's, I like, get it. it's a process. So you're saying to our audience, go spend money and do absolutely nothing. That's how you maximize If you got it, it flaunt it. All wow. I'm saying is that if you wow. are on a solo trip, I've had friends who have come before and they have like been like, I don't want to do anything on this day, but like, should I see Volcano Bay? I don't know. But you're one of those people where you have to do every single thing. Yeah. And that is that is the me type. I would say if you're also that type, just stay at your hotel pool. If you're <laughs> staying at one of the Universal Resorts, that is. Unless okay. you're staying at uh, Endless Summer. I don't, know, I don't know. The pool area was fine. It was, it was fine. Nice. It was yeah. good enough. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's a price value. It's your income yeah. level. I'm not going to tell just yeah. everybody to go do this. Yeah, these yeah. are these again are questions that we can't answer without more information. Yeah, but sorry. let us let us know. You know, maybe follow up. We'll see if we can come back around to it. And then last quick question comes from PJ, and PJ says so questions. Beach. Beach. 
Beach. Questions for a future HHN episode. Have you ever done the daytime tour of the houses? If so, what did you think? Did you feel it was worth the cost? Did the tour include the headline houses? Blah, blah, blah. Like in this instance, Stranger Things, Ghostbusters type. Thanks. Uh, So I'll answer this. I know Rhino has not done it before. It is something that I have done. uh, It's been years since I've done it. I think it was 2014 or 15 the last time I did it. I I think you've done it since I've known you. Oh, maybe 2016. Yeah. I remember you. I think you had some friends that were going to do it, and you ended up going to do it with them. That would have been 2016 that I did that then. It was the it was the year with uh, Lightning Gulch and Exorcist and all of that. I think that was 2016. So. That sounds familiar because I feel like you told me a lot about Lightning Gulch after you'd seen it with yeah. the lights on because you learned a lot about more about the story from that. And that is the cool aspect of this. I will say, uh, I will say, if you love to know the details and you love to be able to see them, so then when you go back later, you can kind of point them out while it's all happening or the ones that you can't see during the house at all when it's it's so super dark in there and all the effects are going off it's cool to know like you know that they're there other people won't know so i like those aspects of it uh i i think it's worth it if you're interested in design if you really want to see what goes into these houses sometimes it's surprising by how incredibly detailed these houses are what they hide in there and other times it's like this looks so amazing once you have the full lighting package on and you have the sounds and everything affecting it. But during the day, it's like you guys literally went bare bones. In some cases, uh, they clearly went to Ikea and bought cheap <laughs> furniture and just like slammed them in there. And it's like I I wouldn't have been able to point that out at night. It just so it's really cool from that aspect. I would say uh, I would say in general, yes, it's worth the money. It's something if I find the time to do it again this year i would love to do it especially with these house lineups right now i think it would be cool they do throw in some of the marquees they throw in some of the originals uh you know the best way to do it is do the six houses versus it's the morning and afternoon tour versus if you do just the three house tour then you choose between either the morning or afternoon session and you know you they it's just if you want to be sure that you get to see the most amount of the fun houses, make sure you just do that. Go go all out. And honestly, I, I would say that anyways. I couldn't imagine going and only doing a three house tour. I would just if you're going to do it, go all in. Just just do it. I have so, the prices what are or they? some of the just, yeah. you know, general prices. Uh, $80 for $79.99 plus tax for the three haunted houses behind the screams on Masking the Horror Tour. $129 for the six. Yeah. $129.99 plus tax. Um, and then uh, the RIP tour, but the RIP tour, you're not, it's $200. Yeah, that's, that's at night, but that's not, you're not getting to see the house with the lights on or anything. Yeah, no, that's just your RIP tour, getting the uh, guided experience through the house, and that's $199 on top of your park admission uh, that oh. you already have to buy too oh okay it doesn't yeah. include the ticket to the event because i was just going to say oh well the ticket's only whatever yeah. but no but mean, so if i have an annual pass i can do either one of these two things already Th- these tours that's how much they are right not pl- oh, i don't have to yeah, pay no no, additional- no no those aren't additional those are separate daytime experiences so anyone can do it, even if you don't have an annual pass even if you don't have park admission it's a it's a behind the scenes tour so uh i'm sure it's still the case i haven't Again, I haven't been since 20, uh, 2016 or 2017, whatever it was there. But you entered in at uh, Blue Man Group, and then they took you in from there. So you didn't have to go into the park. 
to access it. Hmm. So uh, it's but you only go to the houses. You don't do anything else than that. So I think I think, you know, if you're going to spend 80 on three, you might as well just spend the extra 50 and do two of them. My opinion. That's all that matters. And your opinion. But I haven't done that. So I can't give you the opinion. So I would say I would say do it. The only thing I didn't like was when they changed the role. uh, I booked mine. I booked mine shortly after uh, they started the year that I did it. And the first group that went in the first day, I think I had the second day, the first day that went in, they got to take pictures with everything in all the houses. And then apparently something happened where someone did something wrong with it. And so then by the time I did my tour, they had already changed that. So we could take photos inside the original houses but not inside oh, yeah. the intellectual property houses. And I don't believe that has changed at all since. Uh, if it did, I'm back on full board with it. I'm, I'm on full board anyways. It was really cool. I loved seeing the details up close. I just I kept that bitterness in there with me for way too long. That like that was, that was part of the thing. I wanted to keep these cherished memories for as long as I could. But I couldn't. You couldn't, Janelle. I couldn't. So that's it for this episode. Uh, I know it was short. I apologize for that, but we're busy people. We got lots to do. Uh, so much to do, so I'm much hungry. to see. And I'm hungry. <laughs> because, well, as we're recording this, it's nearly dinner time. I forgot to eat my lunch. <laughs> I, will, I will tell you what. This is, this is now the second day in a row where I have not eaten any meals because yeah. of just odd and poor timing. Yeah. yeah. And I still, I still owe Rhino like two dinners <laughs> now at this point. <laughs> too so uh it's, it's gonna get we're gonna we're gonna eat one of those dogs you keep hearing <laughs> we we aren't i love dogs <laughs> okay so that's it for this episode uh thank you all for watching of course leave questions for us to answer on the next week's episode and in, in the comments down below on this one you can always email us uopodcast at disunplugged.com and you know the rest find us on social media where go to disunplugged.com uh, subscribe to us on youtube or wherever you're listening to this and leave us fun feedback in any way possible so that's going to do it we'll see you again next week with another episode of the disunplug universal edition but until then remember we still haven't changed the name